0: Good morning, Boker Tov, Buenos Dias, This is Shana Fold here with the Israel Daily News podcast. I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, March 17th, 2020. 21. Happy St. Patrick's Day to any of our Irish listeners. Now, let's get to the news. It's been 60 years since the last finding, and now the Israel Antiquities Authority has discovered a new Dead Sea Scroll. It's an ancient biblical text in a cave above the Dead Sea called the Cave of Horror. The scroll is not the only magnificent discovery, as many other artifacts were found there as well, including a 10,500-year-old, complete, woven basket. Artifacts like these give archaeologists hope that there are many more in the 20 other surrounding caves and all across the Judean desert. Since 2017, the Antiquities Authority has been investigating the region and searching through hundreds of caves for archaeological findings. But cave looters are known to search for these historical artifacts as well. So in order for the items to be preserved, the IAA, or the Israel Antiquities Authority, will have to beat them to it. The race is on. I think we might need to call up Nicholas Cage. If you have his phone number, drop it on our Facebook page, and let's see if we can get him on the story. Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas rejected a request from Israel and the U.S. asking him to postpone the Palestinian elections that are set to take place on May 22. The request to postpone the election came in light of the growing rift in Abbas's Fatah faction and fears that Hamas would win the parliamentary election. A Palestinian presidential election is currently scheduled for July 31st and would be the first since 2005 when Abbas was elected to a four-year term. The last parliamentary election was held in 2006 and resulted in a Hamas victory. Abbas has no plans to delay or call off the elections as he explains they are necessary to unite the factions and bring the divide between Fatah and Hamas to an end. Meanwhile, senior Hamas official Salah al-Bardawil said the probability that Hamas scores a victory in the upcoming elections are strong. He asserts that Hamas has nothing to do with the internal squabbling in Fatah. Bardawil says, quote, Hamas will not support Mahmoud Abbas in the presidential election. If Hamas were to achieve victory in the upcoming elections, a part of the group's agenda would be to form a unity government to end division between the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. I have a sad story here, and it's sad for everyone involved. An Israel Defense Forces soldier has been indicted today for accidentally shooting and killing his comrade. The soldier allegedly pointed his gun jokingly at an area where Yonatan Granot was walking and then unintentionally shot him in the head. Granot made it two days after the incident, but ultimately lost his life in the hospital. The soldier was hit with charges of using a weapon he was not yet cleared to use since training had not been finished yet for that weapon. The two had just returned from a training session when the event took place. Our condolences to both of these families who are experiencing so much pain and I'm sure an immeasurable amount of regret and guilt. Israel Daily News Podcasters, we are continuing our fundraising drive. I'll be adding our survey to the social media channels so that you can see it if you're not on our mailing list, and also it is in the show notes, so if you haven't filled out the survey and you want to fill out the survey to help us out, the link is in the show notes. You'll have access to the survey there. If you have been enjoying this daily report, support it so it can continue to come out daily. You can send over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm backslash Israel Daily News backslash support. We have one central link in the show notes, which you can click on, and it'll take you to the page where you can put in your credit card details and feel good knowing that you are single handedly supporting independent journalism. How else can you support us? Well, one, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, You can share the show with a friend. And three, follow us on social media at IsraelDaily.News, as well as Shannafold—that's S H A -A that's S-H-A-N-N-A-F-U-L-D. I am your host. And four, you can fill out the survey about this podcast. If you're tired of hearing this announcement, it may be a sign that it's a good time to contribute. Israeli doctors are discovering that babies born to mothers who have been vaccinated against COVID-19 are born with antibodies that would protect them against the virus. While there was initially concern about giving pregnant women the shot, researchers now believe that this evidence quiets that fear. Doctors do not yet know how well the antibodies protect against the virus or how long they'll last, but they are fairly confident that this means immunity for those newborns. A couple more COVID updates here. The electronic bracelet that we talked about in past shows used to keep track of quarantiners is officially allowed and in use for those entering Israel from abroad. So you can request one of those as long as you're willing to pay the deposit. They'll strap it on to you. And that is a way that you can quarantine at home instead of in a hotel. Also in COVID news, Israelis are being let back into the country, but only 3,000 a day. The ban on the number is supposed to be lifted two days before the Israeli election on March 23rd. Critics are saying that this is holding Israelis back from returning to Israel and that if they can't return to Israel, they can't vote since returning to Israel has become a competitive process. So critics are calling on the government to lift that cap, but it doesn't seem like it's going to actually be pushed through until two days before the election. and. I mean, we all have to quarantine when, wherever we go to a new place, so it seems like it's a moot point to let people come back in two days before the election, especially if they're going to need to quarantine, and the Israeli government has been really watching to make sure people do what they're supposed to be doing when they get back. Israeli scientists are preparing to launch three tiny satellites that will move around Earth using a total of just one gram of fuel per day. The satellites, just the size of a shoebox will leave Earth from a launch site in Kazakhstan on Saturday and will orbit at 50 kilometers above the Earth's surface for three years. Now, I usually look this up. I'm going to look up what is 50 kilometers because, trust me, I do not know what it is. Okay, 50 kilometers is 31.0686 miles. So to give you, if you are a person who uses the customary unit... This shoebox-sized satellite is going to be orbiting about, about 31 miles above the Earth's surface for a total of three years. The mastermind behind this operation is Pini Gerfil, an aerospace engineer whose grandparents and father were banished by Stalin himself from Russia to Kazakhstan. Quote, because they were rich Jews. Well, that's how this Scientist described it. Gerfil, whose father made Aliyah to Israel or moved to Israel in nineteen seventy three, says launching his innovation from Kazakhstan is closure for the traumatic ordeal endured by his family. Well done. Today is Wednesday, March seventeenth, twenty. 21. Tel Aviv has a low of 12 degrees Celsius and a high of 22 degrees. That's 54 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 70 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. You'll also get the Cliff Notes version of our original stories, investigations, and interviews. You can sign up by using the link. In the show notes. Now, yesterday I did a live with Jamie Geller, who is a celebrity chef. If you missed it, I am going to encourage you to take a listen. It's on Instagram. You are going to love it. We had a flowing conversation. We talked about her latest spice brand, how it took her five years to get it and create it. It took a $1 million deal to fall through and shatter before she was able to figure out a way to overcome it and do it. It was just a great interview. We covered so much. So if you're interested in that, you can find it on my personal Instagram page. Thank you to Miles Gilbert, Benny Forsad, and Kobe Kapner for your contributions to the research and writing of today's news. Let's hear one of my favorite Israel Daily News tunes, Shabbatot Vichagim, by Ya'ara Sholyan, which means, in English, the Sabbath and the holidays. I'm looking forward to Passover this week, so that's what made me want to listen to this. Have a great and productive day. (laughs)
1: I'm <laughs> Je suis en train de do type